Are you sitting in a space where you are struggling with anxiety? Do you feel like a prisoner to the cycles of depression? Do you feel stuck in your own life and feel frustrated and lost, but yet you know there is so much more on the other side of this mental breakdown? I want to hold your hand through this therapeutic life healing journey. I will help you navigate emotional healing, spiritual growth, and taking massive action so you can align your mind, body, and spirit to completely transforming your life. You are worthy of the life of your dreams, of stepping into your power and experiencing your breakdown as your breakthrough. Hey, I'm Adi. I'm your therapist, your coach, your mentor. Join me as we heal your life together. Hello, friend. Welcome back to Therapeutic Life Healing with me, Adit, your host. I thank you so much for your time, for tuning in from wherever you are in the world. Thank you for being here. And I'm excited today that we're going to actually just talk about anxiety, just general anxiety, anxiety that is something we all feel. It's very normal. And I'm going to give some examples of ways that you can notice if you're starting to feel anxious and what you can do about it. Before we dive in, I just want to say thank you for all the reviews and If you have some time after this episode or even pause right now and head over to leave a review on this episode, I would greatly appreciate it and subscribe to the podcast or share it with a friend for coming together on this mission to make healing accessible, empowering, and fun. I think sometimes we get so serious about our healing journey and our transformation journey that we forget to have fun along the way. That it doesn't have to be so serious. You know, life is already so crazy and so hectic and chaotic, and just so much is going on in the world, especially right now, this year in 2020, globally. And just taking a moment to make healing this fun experience, this shared experience, building community, building connection, and also knowing that it's okay to not be okay sometimes. Um, that you will turn the corner and you'll see the light when it's ready and ripe for you. I am so grateful for this time together that we have and allowing this process of healing to be done together. Healing, I just want to say, is not a place of arrival. There's no end or destination. It's just a constant unlearning and learning journey. You're constantly having experiences in life that shape you and you learn something and then you you know process it and then you unlearn something healing is just this constant evolution of self right and doing it with others cuz life is going to happen something's going to trigger you um you're going to have an experience you've never had before and that you're going to have to deal with and it's, all the all the things are going to come back and so just constantly giving yourself permission for this healing journey to be what it needs to be for you in the constant unlearning, unlearning process of it. Find support, find a community, reach out for help. I offer individual services. I also offer retreats for women to come together, to heal together in community. I have a course online. I have a private Facebook group. So There's plenty of ways and spaces that you don't have to do this alone and come together on your healing journey with others who are doing the same. All right, now I'm going to get off my soapbox and actually talk about anxiety. So the seven signs you want to look for when, in general, again, 
anxiety is something we all feel. Usually anxiety, it's, it's a feeling of worry, right? It's a nervousness, it's an unease. It's typically about an imminent event or something with an uncertain outcome, right? You don't know what's gonna happen. You feel like a lack of control. And so you start feeling anxious, you start, start feeling nervous. It might be right around um, an event that's coming up, a presentation at work, a wedding, um, a life event, a birthday, a funeral, a just so many different events in life, all the different ways that anxiety can show up on the day-to-day. Maybe with your significant other, you went through some things and you're feeling anxious about, are we going to stay together? Or are we breaking up? You know, So anxiety comes up for everybody. So many ways that we all feel anxious. It's so normal. But the seven signs you want to look for Um, If it starts to feel constant, you want to pay attention to these seven things. Number one, if you're feeling restless, you're feeling on edge. Number two, you're easily fatigued. You're starting to feel just very tired every day. Number three, you're having difficulty concentrating. Your mind's going blank. Number four, you start to feel yourself being irritable, irritable with others and uh, just kind of the day-to-day Uh, could be even with a stranger on the street. Number five, muscle tension. Number six, difficulty controlling your feelings or your thoughts. That worry is just kind of spinning and snowballing out of control and start to have this catastrophic thinking. Uh, Number seven, sleep problems. Or also could have some uh, appetite issues, right? You're eating more, you're eating less. So any kind of change in your typical routine. Um, you're starting to feel anxiety, uh, really start to creep into your day-to-day. Those are some general seven ways to notice um, if you've been feeling anxious more days than not, and then what to do about it. So I like to break it into two things, formal and informal. Some formal treatments is number one, seeking therapy, uh, getting professional mental health support, Um, You could also look for a life coach or a results coach. There's, um, you know, just depending on your life stage. I've done both. I've seen a therapist when I really, I I needed to work through my grief and my loss uh, and ways that it was showing up in my life and my relationships. So I had to see a mental health professional for that to really support me in my healing at that time. Once I worked through some of that grief, I got to a point where I hired a results coach. You know, there are also called life coaches. And it was more of like an accountability partner. We took a lot more action towards my goals. And he really helped me uh, figure out what I wanted to do next. So it was very action oriented versus processing what was happening. Therapy really helped me process what I had gone through and how it was affecting my life and what I wanted to change. Once I realized that, then I moved into getting a life coach and he really helped me then put those things into action. So, you you know, one of those formal ways, uh, some other ways is medication, seeing a psychiatrist. If you need to be on medication, there's no shame in that. Uh, Some other alternative routes, people sometimes use CBD So you can, um, depending where you live, talk to your doctor, your physician about medication or CBD treatment. And another formal way is getting group support, supportive online or in-person. Well, now that we're in a pandemic, I don't know if there's many in-person support groups, but 
I know there's tons of online support groups. So even reaching out to your medical uh, health benefits, if they have support groups for you accessible online or just search, search whatever you're struggling with or in, and put support group afterwards and see what pops up in your area. And sometimes out of your area, there's tons of things now um, that are take, being taking place. Um, there's like Facebook groups and community groups, depending how active you want to be. Um, but I know that a lot of people find those spaces sometimes very um, therapeutic and helpful, especially with other people who get what you're going through and there's a shared experience. I'm in a few support groups on Facebook and I love it. I, I just enjoy when I need to, I go in and I get what I need from those spaces and connect with people. And you'll be surprised. You'll maybe even make a friend out of it. Um, some informal ways. So these are some techniques that you can do at home. Here's about 10 ideas. So if you have a pen and paper, just grab that. because I'm going to go through them. Number one, mindfulness. Just trying some mindfulness techniques. So again, bringing yourself to the present moment. Because when you're anxious, your mind is wandering, right? It's thinking about the future. It's trying to control the future. And you got to remember to bring yourself back to the present moment. Or it's replaying a past situation and it's playing it over and over and you're getting anxious about it and you can't do anything about it and eventually might lead to depression. So really, again, practicing mindfulness. Um, one way to do that is through meditation, but you can go on a mindful walk. You can do five minutes of meditation. There's tons of free apps or YouTube guided meditation, and you can find so many resources for free for guided meditations. Some of my favorite apps are Headspace, Calm. I also like Simple Habit. Those are free. I also like on YouTube, I'll just do guided meditation and you can just see, um, you know, try different people with their different voices and see who you resonate with. Also, if you have an Alexa or Google Home, um, you can ask it to play the meditation of the day. So those are some fun ways to get meditation in to your day, block it out on your phone, put it in your calendar and try to commit to more days than not to do it. You can go on a mindful walk or hike, a mindful shower where you're just really meditating and thinking about focusing on what you want to invite into your life. You want to invite more calm or peace or joy. What is it you want? What is it that you need? And be mindful about putting that intention out there Think about the sensations in your body. If you're in the shower, how is the water touching your skin make you feel? Thinking about smelling, you know, just the if you have lavender in the shower or eucalyptus hanging, I'm um, just taking the scent of the shower and just taking that moment of pause and rest as a mindful shower. Number two, dietary adjustments, paying attention to what you put into your body, what you're eating. Some foods can make you feel worse. Some drinks can make you feel worse. So just paying attention, what is your body rejecting? And then it makes you feel more anxious, more tired. I know that I actually had to stop drinking caffeine over this quarantine and I was just not, you know, moving my body so much as I used to. So all that caffeine just was storing in me and I just, my heart was beating quicker than I like it to. So we switched to decaf and now I still drink decaf. And I, for me, it's more ritualistic. And I found other alternatives to coffee. So I've been just trying different things out and I made it fun. Um, I also just finished a 21-day plant cleanse and I'm doing a round two of that. And 
I really got to pay attention to what my body likes to eat, introducing more vegetables and fruit and just healthy meals. And I noticed uh, my energy got increased. Some of that mental fog went away. And I probably felt the healthiest in those 21 days than all of 2020 combined. So I'm paying attention to what I'm putting into my body, how it makes me feel. So that's another way to think about kind of working on anxiety is is paying attention to what you're putting into your body. Number three, exercise. And that can look like stretching, walking, running, lifting weights, yoga. I mean, there's so many ways that you can just exercise now, even at home. Type in 20-minute workout, 30-minute workout on YouTube. Tons of, again, free follow-along just workout routines. Um, I have some of my favorites I do, and um, sometimes I'll switch it up, and then I'll just go for a walk or a hike. I'm finding new little alleyways and neighborhoods in my area to just kind of wander around for the day, and it just feels so good afterwards. It might take me a little bit to get myself to that point, but once I do it, I always feel great afterwards. Number four, just some structured problem solving really thinking about okay what am i trying to solve here what what am i what's making me anxious what's in my control what's not in my control and letting what's not in my control go and putting all my power and energy into my circle of control i like to call it my circle of influence right my circle of power whatever resonates for you but stay in that circle cuz that's what you can control and let the rest go you can you can't control other people you can't control what People will say or do, you you know, have to just focus on what you can do, what your reaction will be, what your response will be, how you will move through your day, how you will think through your day. You can set up your space with affirmations and mantras and reminders and just, you know, again, stay in your circle of power, stay in your circle of control and be mindful to release yourself uh, from the things that you can't control. Number five, really just getting yourself books, podcasts, uh, and education on anxiety, you know, finding things. uh, Again, you know, some resources are free online. You can invest in some books. You can subscribe to some podcasts. You can find a lot of information on anxiety um, by just doing some research and just looking for what really works for you. There's a really good book called The Body Keeps Score by Bessel van der Kolk. Uh, That's a really good book just to pay attention to how just fear shows up in the body and how to move through some of that trauma or stress. Um, So that's a good book to check out. Also, again, you can YouTube a ton of therapists now. Um, You can just put therapist anxiety on YouTube and just see some videos. Again, just be mindful who you're watching, but just again, look for someone who is licensed and um, that you resonate with, that they reflect your values, they mirror who you are, and you just feel connected to them and what they're sharing. Number six, breathing. Um, Just again, bringing yourself back to your breath, taking some deep intentional breaths, to calm your anxiety down, those anxious feelings, because your central nervous system is activated. You're flooded with emotions and thoughts and feelings. So just taking three full deep breaths will help calm some of that down. It'll signal to your brain that you're okay. You're safe in this moment. So even now, just try to take three deep breaths 
right here. And notice the difference. You could inhale in through your nose and exhale. Take another deep breath in through your nose. Open mouth, release, let it go. One more time, deep breath in through your nose. Then open mouth, exhale, release. Good. Did you notice that little shift? Just a little tiny shift of a difference. So that breathing can be a super powerful, free resource and tool for you anytime you're feeling anxious. Number seven, write, journal. You know, write out your thoughts. Write out just what's on your mind, what you want to focus on. Write out your intention, your affirmations. You can Google journal prompts. You can follow some of my work on Instagram. I share some journal prompts, uh, questions, or other therapists that you might follow and enjoy. But just journal, 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 journal. Write, write, write. There's a pen, something about putting pen to paper, um, and it just that release of mental release uh, can go a long way. Number eight, again, Think about engaging your senses because you want to bring yourself to the present moment, the here and the now. So there's some, you know, again, like lavender, some essential oils, candles, engage all your five senses and, you know, just think about ways that you can kind of make this warm, cozy environment, put on some soft music, light a candle, burn some incense or sage, get a nice cozy blanket. That engages the sense of touch. Music is for the sound, the hearing, the smell of the incense or sage. You can read something. So that's sight or just stare at like a Himalayan salt lamp to just chill out for a little bit. So just think about ways that you can engage all your senses. You can drink a tea, a warm nourishing tea or something warm. So that's taste. So all the ways that you're bringing yourself to the here and the now, the present moment, that's the idea. Number nine, take a bath, take a nice little bubble bath. Um, You can get some CBD infused bath bombs. You can just Google CBD infused bath bombs or just bath bombs in general. Those are, you know, they're usually scented. Um, just be careful if you have any skin allergies, you want to be mindful, talk to your doctor, or you know yourself best. So be careful, you know, not to just buy anything that might not work for you. But in general, some salt baths or anything to kind of make the bath warm and inviting, you can put your crystals around, light some candles, be safe, but, you know, turn on some music, some dim lighting and, and set the mood for yourself. Just, you know, kind of let yourself self-care. And lastly, just create some rituals in your day, some practices, some things that you will incorporate every day that kind of bring you to center yourself, to ground yourself. Um, So what are your rituals? You know, what do you how do you like to start your day matters? How you end your day matters. It doesn't make everything go away and all of a sudden you're feeling 100 percent like your best, but your rituals can feel very grounding, especially when you're anxious because you have already so much worry about uncertainty and things that can go wrong, or you're worried about not knowing what can happen, that the grounding rituals can really help your brain relax. And at least there's some part of your life that you feel centered and grounded in that you have control over. Your rituals help with that. So I like to every morning 
start my day off now with like a nice green juice. I like to write a little bit in my journal and I like to turn, I have a little quote book. Um, so I turn what the quote of the day is and I like to read and meditate on that. And then I might move into a meditation. I like to end my day with a nice warm bath, a shower, and just kind of settle into my day. I'll, I'll settle into my evening. I love the touch of my pajamas and my blanket. I have a weighted blanket. I turn on my Himalayan salt lamp. I turn on my candles. I burn incense. So I have rituals and practices in my day that keep me grounded no matter what the day brings with it. So those are some important things to remember. I remember my therapist had once told me because so much was out of control in my life. She said, that I was overcompensating by trying to control everything else because I didn't have control over the way my sister who passed away, her health turned out or other people in my family whose illnesses or sickness, um, I couldn't control them getting better. And so because of that lack of control and how much anxiety created for me, then I overcompensated by trying to then control everything else and other people and parts of my life and just, you know, it was just getting out of hand because I just was trying to overcompensate in the area I can control, but really I couldn't control that either. Um, so it's this false sense of control we like to give ourselves. We want, we crave certainty, right? We crave knowing and wanting to know what happens next. And when we don't have that, our brains freak out. So it's normal. It happens. And so don't beat yourself up over it. Just take some time to notice the signs. Notice if you're doing it a lot and then try some of those formal or informal practices and reach out. DM me if you'd like some support. If you want to set up a free 15 minute consultation, we can do one breakthrough session and break down what your healing plan, your rituals might look like, create your coping toolbox. We can, you know, just do so much work together in a one hour session. So reach out, send me an email at hello at aditc.com and we can connect that way and see what more support you can have along your healing journey. Thank you so much for taking time to listen to this episode. I trust that there's some takeaways that you have from this episode that you can incorporate into your life. You can also access my virtual masterclass. It's accessible at any time. You can purchase it and enroll. Go ahead and visit my website, which is in the show notes, aditsi.com, and enroll in the masterclass and start right away in the comfort of your own home. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please be sure to subscribe to the episode, share with a friend, and if you can, leave a review. Thank you.